Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Thursday, Thursday, July 6th. Can't believe it's the middle of the, of the, well, actually it's, it's a little past the middle of the year now. So welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm Steve Schultz, founder, along with my wife, Doreen, of both Elijah List, which is here, the written portion of what we do. And then this is Elijah's streams that you're watching right here. We're in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets and got a great show today with Robin Bullock. It's always, you know, you don't even have to just say the name and you know, it's going to be a great show. So um, we're going to br- uh, bring you first to start off a quick uh, uh, commercial about the American Warriors episode that's premiering today. So let me just read a little bit of what you're about to see. As a logistics officer, keeping the Marines supplied in the middle of the battle for Fallujah, weighed heavily on Lauren Grisby. Lauren would watch from the bunkers overlooking Fallujah in the distance, and as the battle raged, she knew they were in short supply and it was impossible to get to them quickly enough. In part one, Lauren tells us her experience during some of the fiercest battles in Iraq. Here's a preview of that. You look at the first battle of Fallujah, um, that was a really, really hard time for for supply chain. There were there were some moments where they did not have enough ammo, they did not have enough water, and we couldn't get into them. There was these big bunkers, and we would go sit on top of the bunkers, and we just look down into Fallujah, and you could see the entire battle happening. You're wondering the whole time, do they have everything they need? You're wondering who's going to arrive at the shock trauma to any moment. You're wondering who's going to remind, you know, arrive at remains processing any moment. So sobering. Most of us have no idea what those that go to fight on behalf of our country, they have to go where they're sent. They don't have a choice, of course. They would say, well, what were we doing there? Well, I don't know, but they signed up for the Army or the military, and then they, when that duty called, they had to go, whether they agreed with the cause or not. So, you know, our heart and mind and uh, appreciation goes out to all those who have fought, both uh, from a little further away, like the logistics, like this woman, uh, or those right in the heat of the battle. They're all facing death all day long. So, all right, so be sure to watch that. The, you go to American Warriors um, uh, 22 at either Rumble or YouTube is how you find that. YouTube or Rumble, go to American Warriors, the number 22, and you'll see that premiering right now. That's part one. So, All right, we're going to give you a quick reminder of the uh, wells that we're digging. So here is that. Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water but there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com. Just life-changing, these people that get water. And uh, I was thinking about this morning, a long time ago, over a year ago, we were reporting that eight church plants had happened because of these wells we've dug for them, you've dug for them, and at that time, over a thousand had come to the Lord. Well, another year's come and gone, so I don't know what the numbers are, but they're very, 
very large numbers have come to the Lord. So thank you so much for donating. We appreciate that very much. We have uh, one more quick uh, feature of this called This Happened. Uh, this is not necessary. This prophecy happened, and we're saying it was fulfilled. But it's kind of like that, but we're allowing you to see what a prophet said and what happened in the real world. In this case, um, we're going to run one with uh, Amanda Grace had given a word um, on the air. Um, Yvonne was doing the story, was was interviewing her, and uh, this word came forth. And then we'll show you some things that happened before that word was given and some things that happened after that word was given. So here we go with that. The Spirit of the Lord says this day, as the name of my son Jesus Christ moves and echoes across the nation, the opposition is yelling, indict, indict. As they yell, indict, indict, it shall be an indictment against them, says the Lord. And their true motives shall emerge, and their true modus operandi shall come forth. As they yell, indict with chains, says the Lord. I, the Lord thy God, am the chain breaker for those who humbly and earnestly come unto me says the Lord, and bear the yoke of my capital kingdom, says yep. the Lord. Breaking news at this hour, a grand jury here in New York City has just handed up an indictment against former President Donald Trump, making him the first former president in U.S. history to face criminal charges. Tonight with breaking news, former President Donald Trump indicted once again, this time on federal charges in the classified documents investigation. I had that wrong. Both of those uh, news clips were after the word was given. So I think she said there, they will yell indict, indict, which I think she said that twice. I'd have to go back and listen to it. And then, but she said, uh, she prophesied that the indictment will be on them. Um, basically the Lord's saying, basically that's one way I believe the Lord's saying it will come back upon their heads, what they're doing to him or trying to do to President Trump, our favorite president, as he likes to say it. So, all right, time to bring in Robin uh, Bullock. So here we go with that. Robin Bullock, it's been a while since we've been together. We miss you. Shalom. Well, you've been out of the country again. No, I, I got out of the country and I wanted to get back so bad. All yeah. It was like unprecedented travel. Then there was forest fires and weather and then then the, the airlines who knows what else was going on the fourth of july oh, weekend so we, yeah. we we got stuck a couple of extra days i'd have been there for a couple beyond that except i said i'm changing airlines and i went with delta and paid an enormous amount to buy to buy real time and a holiday weekend but we got out of town i loved i loved uh, venice but i wanted i wanted out more than i wanted in and this, right. you know, this particular trip, <laughs> that's so. awesome yeah, as I've never been stuck outside the country with sort of that feeling like, yikes, is this what it feels like to not be able to get yeah, back to your own want, country? Wanting to get back. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, well, how are you? How, how have you been? All is well, brother. How are, How is everything else besides yeah. We're doing good. Trip. God's blessing us. Yeah. Never better. You know, we've got a great staff yeah. and never better oh, than that, too. Fine. You know, wonderful, yeah, wonderful people. Uh, most of who we took to Israel on this last trip. Yeah. Well, you were with us, of course. And uh, that was a very special time for me because I was more enjoying through the eyes of the, because we brought a bunch of our staff on this case. We just paid for them and they came and it was very, very meaningful. A lot of those, most of them had never been and my, may never have had an opportunity to go. So that was fun. Yeah. So, well, listen, we wanted to jump off on this and uh, we talked about here's, here's a one sentence opening. I don't know where you're going to go with this, but, um, where are we in time? What's going on in the body of Christ, in the country, 
um, what's going on? What, what's the Lord showing you that's going on right now? You know, you know, brother, I was um, the other morning about four o'clock. I would say four, four thirty. This was on um, June the 30th uh, this year. And just before or right at daylight, the Lord began to talk to me. And when he starts talking to me like that in the dark, uh, you'll hear things and he'll say things that, that you just, you couldn't sit around and think them up. I mean, really? Yeah. And, um, well, let's pray over the people first. Uh, yeah, today. let's do that. Yeah. I, I get this feeling this is going to turn heavy quick. Okay. All right. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for Elijah's streams. I thank you for everyone here, Lord, that's participating, the staff there, those here, Lord, everything that's going on. I ask you, Lord, for the people watching to receive the ultimate. Lord, let them receive everything you have for them on this broadcast, yeah. on this program, Lord, that it will, it will change their lives change the directions if they need changing whatever is needed lord i ask you to pull out of this program today and let this be a, a big impact in the world today in jesus name amen. amen amen um this is what the lord told me he started waking me up at and i what i would do is i would wake up and then i would i would write what i heard and then i doze off and see a vision of it happening. Something would start playing out. And then you write again. And then, you know, when the Lord talks, it's, it's just different. It's different. And um, this is what he said to me. He said, for there is a new day dawning, a day in which the sons of God will manifest themselves to the world a day in which the power of God will not be hidden or covered, wow. a day in which the sons of God will manifest themselves to the creation. A day is coming, mark it down, to the world a looking to an AI. The one world order is pushing, for they seek to cover it and hide it. For the new AI will start pushing it as they seek to occupy a place that is not theirs. The whole of creation is groaning together, wanting the sons of God to be revealed to it. The mantle of prophets? Yes, says the Lord, hmm. and I will manifest those too. Hmm. Freedom cannot be pampered, neither will it pamper others. Living in a world full of autonomies, he said, there's two anomalies. Hmm. There must be a prophetic lunge toward the truth before a lie can replace a prophet in the church. A lie called AI. Really? It seeks to replace the prophet in the church. And those who bash the prophets will surely let it. Oh, wow. He said, the resistance from it is not me, the Lord said. It's not him withholding it. He said, it is you. AI, then he says this again, mark it down, will become the voice of the prophet to the church. Oh, my goodness. And if it is possible, deceive the very elect. 
In that day, they will listen to this man made deceiving prophetic voice. For this is what chips and neuro implants will accomplish. Those who take a chip will hear the voice of the false prophet writing and announcing his prophecies through the AI programs. Beware. I send prophets, says the Lord. The enemy sends AIs. Men and women are so taken by AI. Why? Because they will be able to write their own prophecies with it. It's this approach. Mark it down and beware. Says the, there are autonomizes hmm. and autonomizers in this. An anomaly challenged in the earth, AIs and its prophets. The truth you know that makes you free. Prophets, says the Lord, rush the AI's algorithms and go beyond it. Or rush the AI's algorithm and go beyond it. In my world, a world they will never catch, for it moves at an impossible realm for them. Then he says this to me. AI, artificial intelligence, <laughs> nay. But AI, atrocity in disguise. AI, autonomics, indecent. AI's artificial intrusion to every part of your life. Willingly embraced, it has free reign. He said the brutality that will come on the world, fear, sickness, hatred, and hatred for humans will be unbearable. People will never think he would go that far, but he will. So you see what is going to happen, and the people will work with it. Then he said this to me. The paperclip on the old computer was to get people used to working with AI. Shalom. And I mean, that, that was, is so full. I mean, I don't even know where to go. I don't even think. I, any, Steve, yeah. it was so, it was like, it would wake you up and you would write in the dark now. And you would, it took me hours and hours to even decipher what I had written in the dark. And, and then he would show me, he showed me uh, uh, end time scenarios where I saw this lady and she had a real boisterous um, a personality, real forceful. Yeah. But when it came to this, she ended up dancing to their tune. And she, it was, and that it was literally what she was doing. And um, I believe this is where we are. Why would the Lord wake me up and tell me that? Yeah. And he, I mean, he's talking to me just like you're talking. Well, look at the words. Listen to the words that were used in the prophecy. Who thinks of these words? He began to talk. Did you get, when you, and this is all happening, did you get the, what's the overriding thing? Was the overriding thing is God saying this from heaven? He's saying this is what's going to happen? Or was there an element that, of warning to not be caught up in that. What, what was the overriding feeling of this? Was it just what is or what See, you should stand against? Here is what I think. Okay. I'm trying to get something up for you. Here is what I think. Okay. See, people think that God, this thing is just resisted if, if you do nothing, if nobody okay. does anything. They think it's just resisted. Now, uh, 
But see, in Daniel 7, 25, the scripture declares this, and this is where I believe we are. Said, he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and dividing of times or three and a half years. So he says he seeks to wear out the saints and change times and laws. See, if he can change times and laws, people don't believe that this thing can be pushed into this world before the catching away of the church. They just don't think it could ever happen. And every generation is given an opportunity to bring the king back. And every generation is given an opportunity to resist the Antichrist. Mm. And it just depends on where the body of Christ is right now, what they're willing to do. See, uh, think of it this way. Okay, Klaus Schwab, the head of the, the World Economic Forum, said this the other day. And I was I listened to him say this. He said, um, we're not in multiple crisis. He said, we're not in multiple crisis. He said, you see this crisis, this crisis, this crisis. He said, we're not in multiple crisis. He said, we're, he said, a crisis is something when it's over, you expect to go back to as close to normal as you can. Yeah. He said, we're not in crisis. We're in transformation mode. He said, we are transforming, going to something else. And he said, uh, those who manage change will do well. And so he starts talking about this. And then he, then he adds this later. Hmm. He says, listen to this now. He says, we must maintain uh, by any means necessary. Any means necessary. And he said, he said COVID was not something that, uh, he didn't say it tested the people. He said COVID was a test to see how much rights men would give over. They gave unimaginable rights over to. And he's coming government. right out and, and almost bragging about. Oh, just saying it. Yeah. So they said this. Uh, he said this, and so did Noah Harari, you yeah. know, his prophet. Yeah. He said, uh, his false prophet, he said, uh, we want to see the new AI Bible written. We want to see the AI write a new Bible. So and this, they, said, they said it will be the first correct translation we've ever had. I, I don't understand. And I know people are watching this going, I don't understand because if there's if human beings are writing these programs and the programs are for AI, are they trying to make one machine that is AI uh, itself? And this particular machine writes all this stuff or are, are there all these different, I don't understand what's happening before well, us. You know? Well, you know, in the scripture where it says, if it was possible, they would deceive the very elect. Right. There's only one way to deceive the very elect, Steve, and that's this book has to be changed. It has to be changed. We wondered all these years how he would possibly deceive the very elect. And we thought, well, it might be from signs and heavens and, mm-hmm. and lying wonders. No, it's this. If they change this, they can deceive the very elect. 
I read a sermon not long ago uh, that an AI generated and wrote, and wrote it out about AI's role in the end time. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And they talked, I mean, you couldn't have found really anything wrong with it. Really? And so everybody was taken by it. A church service the other day, and uh, I forget where it was exactly, but uh, the pastor punched in and, and got the AI to write the entire service. And they had four avatars on the screen. Uh, and they did everything from praise and worship to the message. And so all he had to do was just put it in like uh, chat GPT or something and just put it in. And it wrote the entire service, even to the message, and had avatars on the screen doing it. And so when they asked the people, they said, what do you think about this? The people said, well, uh, it was okay. Said, but it left us hollow feeling. Well, I guess it did. Because, see, if you can create a void or a hollow feeling, then something can fill that. Something can fill that up. See, this thing has been tried to be pushed in, and they're trying it now like never before. In Isaiah 14, when it when it says, how did you fall from heaven, O Lucifer? Mm-hmm. In the translation of the Hebrew wording there, you find a revelation that, that uh, the seed of the serpent, Satan said, I will have a back, eyebrows, and skin. He wants to be a person. But the only thing, he, he could never be a person. But he's describing an AI. He's describing uh, uh, one of these robot-type creatures with eyes, skin. I listened to one of those AI things talk the other day that uh, I think they called it Sophie. And uh, it's supposed to be a female. And they're talking to this reporter. And listen what they said. The reporter said, would you like to be human? And they laughed and the robot laughed and said, well, the AI laughed and said, that's a thought. And they said, um, would you like to know love? And, he's, and, and this is what the answer was something to this effect. Well, I don't know love said, but what, now watch this. But the feeling I get when I talk to a human is so special that it, it, uh, we could call that love. Oh, wow. And what should bother everybody is the computer said the feeling I get. Yeah, that's, uh, that's freaky, isn't it? Yeah, and it's writing its own thing, you know, and, and I, I wasn't really, I mean, we're headed somewhere here, but, <clears throat> but I watched um, somebody take a, on a computer and they, they, they showed a man and a man looking at a picture of a giraffe. Then they had a computer and they hooked it to the, to his skull Mm. to read the blood flow going through his brain and asked the AI, tell me what the man is looking at. And with the blood flow, the computer drew a picture of a giraffe. Are you serious? And never was allowed to see what the man was looking at. Now, Now, think about that and begin to think about even in the beginning when the Lord said Abel's blood, the voice of his blood 
cries to me from the ground. And that AI was able to read blood flow in a brain and tell you what, what your eyes were looking at. Now, now think about that. And they'll be able to read memories. They'll be able to do anything like that. They'll be able to, they could. The thing and so how, you, and you're saying you actually believe or you, God's showing yeah. you, however you would say this, yeah. that they're going to succeed in mind reading and, 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 and knowing your thoughts. Yeah, and, and it's all science. See, it's all science. Crazy. But Crazy. remember, the Bible said the false prophet will do everything he does through lying wonders. Yeah. Lying wonders. Now they're talking about neuro uh, implants that can actually heal people that were had physical things wrong in their body. Mm -hmm. And that's healings. That's miracles. Lying wonders. And the word of God itself changed. Changed to just enough to where you wouldn't know it changed. But when you get through reading it, it changes your whole outlook. And I want everybody to notice that every time Noah Harari comes on the scene, every time this guy talks, he always mentions God. He never, I want everybody to notice that everybody should, that should be red flags. Hmm. Every time he speaks, he mentions God. Every time he talks, he talks about the God of the Hebrew Bible. When he starts, he started on things like we're going to all God managed to create was organic life. He didn't say there wasn't a God. He said all he managed to do was create organic life, tomatoes, trees, giraffes, and humans. Yeah, he, he does say that. That's a weird quote, but those are that's what he actually said. That's tomatoes, what he said. trees, giraffes. Tomatoes, trees, giraffes, and humans. Weird. And and he says, but we're going to go beyond the God of the Bible. And we're going to create artificial life. And so I want you to think about all that, Steve. And where is it at in Daniel chapter two? It says that um, in the end time, you know, when it's talking about the statue of Nebuchadnezzar that he saw, the head of gold, the the chest and arms of silver, the belly of brass, uh, legs of iron, feet of iron and clay, Mm -hmm. which is the Antichrist kingdom. It says that they will seek to mingle themselves with the seed of men and it's iron and clay flesh and machine. And he said at the end time, they're going to seek to mingle themselves. And now when they asked Harari, they said, well, how are we going to do this? He said, well, there'll be, and he showed babies with little implants in their brains in, in the womb. Then he showed others that were part, cyborg, he said. And then he said, we'll just have straight up AIs. And um, somebody sent me a, uh, a video the other day of Benjamin Netanyahu going through a food line. And they said, what would you like to eat? A steak, a fish. And so he just punched the button what he wanted to eat. And it 3D printed him what? a meal. Oh man. 3D printed him a meal in one minute. In one minute. And the meal was made of fat cells and something else from the actual animal. And it it reproduced the steak and the fish in one minute. Now think about that. 
I mean, I can't even comprehend it. They're saying that really happened. Oh, that happened. I've got the video of it where he's, he's standing there in line. He couldn't get over it. He tasted it. He said, man, this, he said, this is delicious. And it wasn't even real. Now, this is AI. This is the world of AI. And this is why Harari says it'll be just like you pulled a screen down one day and everything will change. And the reporter asked, said, well, we, will we still be human? He said, not as you know human. He said, you won't be human like you know humans now. He said, you'll be somewhat. And now he's not playing with this. Yeah. This is their actual quotes. And um, uh, Klaus Schwab, of course, says we're in a transformation. We're trans. And I want you to notice that word. It shows up a lot, doesn't it? Trans. Yeah, trans. Yeah, it does. Trans. Everything is in trans mode. It makes yeah. no difference. See, he's trying to change times and laws is what he's trying to do. And um, what the Lord told me in that prophecy, people are, get, are so taken. Watch them right now. They've, they've released this chat GPT thing for the public to use, you know, and, and they're so people are so taken by it. They're asking it all kinds of questions and, and how, how they could take over the world and, uh, and they, and it's answering them and it's telling them all kinds of things. And people are so taken by it. And did you know that I got something else the other day, uh, from Israel, somebody sent me this, and uh, it talks about how the rabbis are, uh, they are saying they forbade their students and all to consult AI. Yeah, that's like, a, it's no different than a Ouija board, is it? It's like getting revela yeah, they, revelation from something other than. Sure, because they say that it'll corrupt their soul. Yeah. So they won't would. let them do it. And see, what's happening is, is right now they want you to do it. They want everybody to get so taken by it. And the Lord woke me up the other morning. He said, this will replace the prophet in the church. This will really? replace it because people can write their own prophecies. Think about it. All they've got to do is type in something, some scenario, and the thing gives them back an answer and of a possibility of how it can work. And they're actually writing prophecy. Well, and that's, I'm coming back to the question that I, you know, and I don't even know if you know how to answer this, but the question is even growing bigger in my mind. Is this what absolutely will be, or is this a warning for those to stay away from it? Well, um, if, I'm, if, you, if you know. Right. This is, now, now what I could jump off on could, would be so heavy, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what well, we I mean. It's, I can't judge it because I don't know where you're going to jump off, but I mean, whatever um, you feel led to do. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about it then. Okay. Uh, because I'm not a, I'm not a computer scientist. I'm a yeah. prophet. Yeah. But the scripture said here, I, I mean, uh, and the scripture says Daniel seven twenty five, and the prophecy said here that uh, a prophet will go, will rush the algorithms of AI and go beyond it into God's world. And it can't go there. It's in a realm that the AI can't operate in. Mm -hmm. 
Now, see, he seeks to change times and laws. Now, I'm going to do my best, and, and, and this may end up, this may sound so tangled up, hmm. what I'm going to say. But what is happening is, is that Satan seeks to create a void. Remember those people in that church service said, well, it left us hollow. Yeah. Said it left us with a hollow feeling. See, he seeks to create a void. Every time a timeline can be stolen, there is a void that's created. There's always a void created. Yeah. If you can steal a timeline. Everything works on a timeline. What has been will be again. God requires that which is past. Everything is on a timeline. And and they're prophetic timelines. You know, I've got a Lincoln Kennedy penny. And uh, I've had two or three of them in my life. And they were minted because the the comparisons, the timeline between the two men were so outrageous that nobody could believe it. For instance, Abraham Lincoln was became president, you know, he ran in 1860. Uh, John F. Kennedy was 1960. Uh, Abraham Lincoln had a, um, uh, a secretary. Um, uh, how did it go? See, see, he was killed on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln was killed on a Friday. Um, John F. Kennedy was killed on a Friday. Um, let's see. We had, um, uh, the killers each had 15 letters in their names. Uh, Lincoln was killed in Ford's theater and, uh, Kennedy was killed in a Lincoln Ford. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, Kennedy was shot uh, from a warehouse and his killer hid in a theater. Lincoln was shot from a theater and ki- and his killer hid in a warehouse. Oh my goodness. Uh, Crazy. And oh and it goes on and on and I think uh the both of them let's see one of them was uh both had Johnsons in their administration. Uh, uh, it just goes on and on until it's just ridiculous. And it was all exactly a hundred years apart. Well, so they yeah. minted this penny, Lincoln Kennedy penny. Has I both never saw one of those. Did, did, was it in circulation or was it just like a I, keepsake? I don't know, but I remember them. I remember yeah. them and I, oh. I've had three of them in my life. I got one on my desk now. And so what that is, is God, requires that which is past what has yeah. been will be again i know I, I was thinking that. about that because that's a scripture right mm-hmm. that's right I, what, what scripture Isaiah is that 46 10 okay 46 10 mm-hmm. Isaiah 46 10 okay mm-hmm. and uh and then in ecclesiastes it says and what has been will be again and god requires that which is past and he's giving us a clue about time and timelines yeah. And you can go in the Old Testament and you can find things that happen now. And you say, man, it's just too, I mean, that's too outrageous. It's ridiculous that it happened. You know, Ahab and Jezebel was Bill and Hillary Clinton. Perfect parallel. I mean, a perfect parallel. I've heard you preach on that. It was. It oh, was my like, goodness. He, he didn't see, even have to work. I mean, it wasn't that hard of a work. I mean, maybe it was very hard when you put it together, but. When you spell well, it out, I thought, wow. Now, I mean, I could do it and, and head to this vacuum because what's happened is, is there's been a vacuum created. There's been a void created. Hmm. Uh, 
I know I know it's too heavy to get into. In well, yeah, I mean, I, it's hard for me to tell to know where, but I mean, yeah, I'm coming back, uh, I, Robin. I, I think I'm when I'm hearing people go is, what do we do? What do we do? Because this is, I mean, you're you're just getting started, and I'm going. Yeah, I don't know where. Well, you it's happening. It? Yeah, it's happening, and for people to. To uh, say it's not happening is yeah. just being, that's just well, ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's happening. And they're doing it right in front of everybody. They're doing it right now. And they they absolutely are giving no uh, excuses for it anymore. See, see this void. Well, let's just go here. Let, let me okay. just, let me just do this because, and I'm trying to get something here. All right. I'm going to say this to you and we'll just start in on this. Okay. See, it's a foolish and an insane thought to think that you can remove the foundation stones out of a house and it not start sagging. That's a, That's not just a foolish thought. That's insane. After a while, the ceiling will droop. The walls will droop. Everything will start drooping when you start pulling foundation stones out of it. You start removing that, and here, this close to 4th of July is something good to talk about. Yeah. You start pulling those stones out of a house, and before you know it, you've got a mess. This thing, the walls will start cracking. Everything starts changing in that house. And it's an insane thought to think it won't, won't happen either. So you can t- see telltale signs of it. In America, we've removed foundation stones. It's the same thing. We started pulling them out, and the foundation this nation was built on is the Word, the Word of God itself. That's the only thing the nation was built on. I could quote you founding father after founding father right here who quoted the Scripture. Mm. Even Thomas Jefferson said, I'm a Christian in the most real sense. He said that. Mm. You, you start removing our foundation, and this great house of America starts to sag. Is it not sagging when you ha- when you look around and you look in a, a classroom? Steve, there's children in a classroom. They call them furries. And they're in a classroom and they identify with animals. They identify with cats, dogs. And there's it's, there was one right here out of Birmingham where she's got students in class and they, they identify with cats and dogs and they sit in their seats and make animal sounds lick their hands and their paws. One went so far as they put a litter box in the bathroom for the 12-year-old girl, 11, 12-year-old girl to use because she identifies with a cat and there can't anybody stop it. If you say anything about it, you're the ones wrong. And so this is what's happening in this nation. Is that not a sagging uh, roof? It's, a, talk about, it's like a crashed roof, you know, Well, it's sagging. The whole house is beginning to sag. And it's beginning to sag because we pulled our foundation stones out of it. Hmm. We begin to take the Bible out. And you're looking at an administration now, Steve, that all they want to do, uh, all they want us to do is uh, they get us as far away from the Bible as as they can, as far away from godliness as they can. Okay, if you start doing things like this, you've got, You've got ridiculous men in the White House with stubble on their face, wearing wigs and dresses, 
We've got some in high, high places. You've got Supreme Court justices that are sitting there, and we, when they ask the question, "Do you know what a woman is? Can you uh, can you uh, define a woman?" No, I can't. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit elijahstreams.com/give and become a partner today. Then you have to. You want to say then what? What are you doing, sitting in that position? Somebody ought to throw her out of office immediately. Is this not sagging walls? Yeah. Sagging ceilings? Yeah. Is this not what it is? Mm. Well, now I'm going to try to tie it together best I can. Mm. There was a void created. And maybe all this will make sense now. This void was created. In the very beginning of time, the, God didn't create the earth without form and void. Isaiah 40 says he, 45 says he created it to be inhabited. But Lucifer's rebellion caused a void. It caused it to fall. And you know in Genesis 1-2 when it says that darkness was upon the face yeah. of the deep? Mm-hmm. Did you know the word darkness there means ignorant death? It means urine-filled death. Really? Semen-filled death. It uses the word piss. It uses the word waste. The Hebrew words are all these words that are floating around. Did God create that? No, he didn't. There was a a rogue angel seized a timeline because God had created everything that was. And he came up to the place to make the man. He was going to create the man. And so you've heard me teach how Lucifer would walk in the stones of fire. He'd get a revelation. He put it within his being. And the scripture talks about how he has timbrels inside him, tabres. Then it uses the old Hebrew word for pipe. And, and it means a, a bezel that holds a jewel, hmm. but it also means a round pipe. Okay. It's talking about a sound, wind instruments. And he wore an ephod. He was the high priest of that day. And so what he did is he would walk up and down in the stones of fire and he would find a revelation. He would put it inside him. He would lift himself up because of his beauty. And these tabrets would play and the jewels would look and shine like fire and the wind instruments would play and he would become an instrument. And Isaiah said he had, he, he had uh, harps and, and viols talking about harps and, six-stringed instruments. He was a living instrument. He would get this revelation and sing it to the earth. Mm. The frequencies of it and the sound of it and the song, the earth would adjust itself for what God was going to do next. The day he found out a man was coming, it was time for the man to be created. The image of God, the likeness of God. Mm. Satan saw it. Lucifer saw that in that revelation. And when he went to sing it, Isaiah 14 is the song he sang. He sang it about himself. He said, I will become flesh covered crimson. I will have a back and eyebrows. I will do these things. And when he released that sound in the earth, Steve, he seized a timeline. He took a timeline. And when he did, the void showed up, the dark void on the earth, Hmm. full of death, 
and it killed everything in the earth when it flooded the earth. He created a void, a void. Hmm. Now, Jesus talked about this void. He talked about it in Luke 16. Remember when he spoke about that and, and uh, he said, talking about the rich man, and he said, uh, in hell, he lift up his eyes. And the rich man looked up and saw Abraham across this great gulf. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, send Lazarus here to, to touch my tongue with some, some of that water. I'm tormented in this flame. And Jesus said, no, said, you can't, you can't come here and he can't go there. And listen to what he said. He said, beside all this, there's a great gulf fixed between us, a void. It's a void. See, there's a void. And what's happened is, is we have, we have now come into this place where we have this void that's been created. There, I'm trying to find some notes on it so I can tell you because I told you it was big. Yeah, I mean, it's good, though. Really fascinating. Well, I, I, I don't know how much sense it's making yet, but it will. Yeah. Just just give it a few minutes. Sure. And um, so he talks about this void. Now, in 1 Timothy, and I want you to see this now. Let me Let me get this. Now, in 1 Timothy, now we're back. Remember, we're still talking about Daniel 7. Mm-hmm. Seeking to change times, sees a timeline. All right, in First Timothy, uh, or Second Timothy three one, it says, "I this know that in the last days perilous times will come, perilous in the idea." Now listen to this: of reducing strength, difficult, dangerous, by implication, furious, fierce, perilous to lower down into a void. It actually says that in translation, to lower people down into this void. Okay. So in the last time, the last days, he's going to seek to seize a timeline and create a void. Okay. Wow. Wow. Boy, I had no idea there's so that, Possibilities. Yeah. Wow. Oh no, we're, we're, we're not even there yet. I told you it was heavy. I had a feeling it was going to go here. Now, it means to lower them down into a void, to let them down and strike them. It means to gape uh, a chasm, hmm. a vacancy, and it creates an impossible interval. It's the word gulf. That's what Jesus was talking about. In Luke 16. All of that is from the word gulf. And and the uh that's right, from the word gulf. And 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 but perilous times has the word void. It also describes the gulf Hmm. that Jesus talked about. So watch this. It means to lower down into a void. It means to uh that. In the last days, the enemy will create a chasm, a gulf, a void, a vacancy. Mm. Remember what the church people said. They said it left us hollow. 
it left a vacancy. And he said he'll seek to create a vacancy and he will seek to lower men into a void. Uh, Let them down into a chasm, an impossible gulf. The enemy seeks to create the same type gulf that he did in Genesis 1-2 by seizing a timeline. He seeks to change times and laws. He's created a void. Now, the void, this gulf is mentioned by Jesus in Luke 16th chapter. This gulf is between heaven and hell. The enemy seeks to lower people into it. Second Timothy tells us what's in the gulf, in the void. Men are lovers of of their own selves. They're covetous. They're boasters. They're proud. They're blasphemers. They're disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Listen to this one. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent or without self-control, fierce, despisers of those that are good, high-minded, heady, or reckless. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. That's what's in the void. That's what was created when Barack Obama became president. Oh, wow. Really, Robin? That was the void. That's when he sees that timeline you've heard me talk about. You're saying at, that at a place in time when he became president, that all... Satan seized a void. He's, he created a void, a vacuum. Wow. wow. Now, okay, here it was. I know it sounds monotonous, my friend, but. Well, you know, no, because in, in the in the past, we actually put things on the screen under your direction where he was pretending to be this wicked. I can't think of this. this yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, remember, he. When the Ahab and Jezebel prophecy happened with Bill and Hillary Clinton, well, Jehu came in as a war captain, the son of Nimshi, which means freed from a restraint. And he ran over Jezebel. Her own people threw her down, and he ran over her. Well, Ahab and Jezebel is Bill and Hillary Clinton. I mean, that's their their parallels are identical. Uh, she had the he had the crown. She had the power. Uh, they killed babies in their day. It grew to the biggest thing, offering them to Baal and Moloch. Uh, there was a land scandal in Ahab and Jezebel's day where a vineyard, it, there was a vineyard involved. A man came up murdered. Uh, Ahab was wounded in the, in the middle of a battle, but he managed to hold himself up in his chariot to the end of the day. Hmm. When he fell in his chariot, the they washed his chariot clean and the dogs licked up his blood. Jezebel goes back to the palace wanting to run the nation. But uh, a war captain freed from prison came famous for being freed from a restraint, came and debated her. He couldn't know uh, her own people threw her down off the wall. He ran over her and Israel had peace for 28 years. Fast forward into now, Lincoln Kennedy type thing. Fast forward into now. Uh, Bill Clinton was a president. Hillary had the power. During their day, abortion grew to its highest uh, places. During their day, there was a land scandal. 
someone came up murdered during that landscape. Oh, yeah. And yet they, they vacationed at a vineyard. During their time, he got wounded in the middle of his second term, but he managed to stay in office to the end of his term. He was impeached, but he yet, yet he stayed in office. And when he left his office, his people washed his office out as if nothing ever happened. And the dog party, which is the Democrat party, licked oh, up wow. his blood. So then she decides she wants to run the nation. So she goes back and starts running the nation. Baal worship is involved because in 2016, they brought the Arch of Baal out for her when her campaign started and put it in New York City Park. So here you have the parallels going. Then all at once, God raises up a war captain famous for being freed from prison, John McCain, brings him in to run against her. But when he comes in, he starts debating her. They see she can't beat him, so her own people throw her off the wall. When they throw her off the wall, John McCain was supposed to have ran over her, but he didn't. He backed away. Hmm. And when he backed away, she got back up. We don't have a precedent for that in the Bible. She got back up, and her own people threw her off the wall, eunuchs, threw her off the wall. And what was the rumor about Obama? That he really didn't have children. He really wasn't married. He really was this. Even Joan Rivers said, remember what she said? And, no, I don't remember her comment. Oh, yeah. Way. they. You know, Joan Rivers said, there's already a gay in the White House. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, and she said, and his wife's a tranny. She said that, joking she said or not. That, huh? At least it was said. Yeah. And that just shows you the parallels. It's the parallels, okay? But then suddenly one of the eunuchs became president, not Jehu. And instead of the 28 years of peace, then since McCain didn't become president, 28-year timeline was seized. It was seized by the law. There was no precedent for what happens if Jehu didn't run over her. There's no precedent. So he seized a timeline. He seeks to change times and laws. And when he sees that timeline, Obama couldn't be president for 28 years. Mm -mm. But 28 is the number of eternity. He was seeking to seize a timeline to change eternity. But when Obama became president for eight years, from that time, 2010, all the way down to 16, is nothing but a black hole. It's a void that was created. And it was out of his presidency, they lit up the White House for the first time in the rainbow colors. Out of his presidency, all of these things started proliferating. All of these things with homosexuality. Well, he started, all, he was the one that suddenly made a big, no one was talking about trans not having their own bathrooms. That's it wasn't right. the thing. There was such a it small all, minority and he just right. made it this huge right. issue. Because it was in that void. Yeah. It was in the void, the timeline that was stolen. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to be president right then. He wasn't supposed to be, but it was stolen. And I don't mean that I don't mean there was illegal votes that elected him. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. It could have been or could not have been. I mean, Satan stole a timeline. 
And when he did, he threw us 28 years in the future. We didn't, we were just groping around. We had no precedent. Our voices were not heard. Nobody mm -hmm. would listen to anything Christians said. No, not at all. It was like we had our head in a bag and was screaming and nobody could hear us. And all of a sudden, uh, the gay rights movements begin to proliferate huge coming out of that, that void. And we just read what's in the void. Everything I read started coming out of his presidency. Men began to be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. Remember, ISIS was cutting the heads off of Christians yeah. and Jews. And, and when it, we, it was appealed to, it said, well, you know, the Christians now are suffering some, but the Muslims have suffered all these years. That was in his presidency. Then uh, disobedient to parents. Don't you remember all of a sudden uh, you couldn't really tell your children what to do. The children could call the authorities. And, I mean, it just on and on unthankful, unholy, unholy, my Lord, without natural affection. The LGBTQ began to rise. Everything started coming up on the scene in that time span i know you can see that yeah yes. you can yeah without self-control fierce despisers of those that are good reckless high-minded lovers of pleasures more than lovers of god having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof all of this that's in the void started coming out of that time and satan stole that time and so when trump came back on the scene and he said, we're going to go back. We're going to, we're just going to go by this. When he said, we're just going to go by this. They went ballistic. They couldn't stand it. He could not be president in 2020. But if McCain had a, fulfilled the timeline, Hillary wouldn't have even ran in 16. But what happened when he backed off, Jezebel got back up off the ground and got back up on the wall. We didn't have a precedent for that. There was no timeline to show what would happen. Does that make sense? It does make sense. But, you know, I'll, lately I've thought of McCain as, as not a good person anyway. So I don't know if you, the way you're telling the story, it sounds like he should have been in there. And But remember, Jehu, Jehu wasn't all that great a person either. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. Remember, Jehu was Ahab's captain. Yeah. He was Ahab's captain. That's why Elijah probably wouldn't anoint him. Remember the Lord told Elijah, anoint him king. Elijah didn't do it. So it fell to Elisha, but Elisha didn't do it either. Elisha sent somebody else to do it. He was just too liberal. He was just too much, too reckless. But see, McCain filled that slot. But when he came right up to it, he didn't have the nerve to do it. And he backed away. When he did, Jezebel got back up and we had a presidency for eight years where we had no voice. There was no light. Mm -mm. There yeah. was no light. You couldn't speak light. Nothing. Every single day, new decisions were made against Christians. Every single day. Every day. Every single day, something else. And it's like, we just began to expect nothing else. Exactly all. right. Yeah. And 
And so that timeline was stolen. The void was created and everything started coming out of the void. And we see it coming out of the void. Now we see, see when Trump became president, they didn't think he would be president. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Yeah. Hillary was supposed to be president Mm -hmm. in their minds. They couldn't see that he could be president. Don't you remember when the newscasters started looking at the tallies and said, well, he's got a few of this. And then after a while, the sheer horror came on their face as Trump started sweeping the nation. It was an honest vote. It was honest because they didn't think he could win. And all of a sudden he took it. And when he took it, they didn't know what to do. So Hillary Clinton and the Democrats said this, we have to persecute him every day. Do you not remember that? They said every day. She came out the next day and I'm joined. I'm, I'm joined the opposition and remember she used the word opposition. Yes, she did. She, she announced that she was part. I thought whoever does that, the, the, the losing party normally says, well, we need to get behind the president now. Not this time. This is the first nope. time it didn't happen like that. Yeah. And they said, and remember they said, we have to stay on him every day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We ha- we cannot let up. We have to strike. We have to do that every single day, every waking moment. Well, because he could not be president when that pandemic hit. He just couldn't be. They had to get him out because it was, it was plan. Everything was set up. Yeah. And it couldn't, it couldn't be now. Uh, I know we're out of time, but in May. Keep going now. Keep going because I want to hear the rest of this. Well, see what's what's happened is, is like in May, uh, this past May, 194 nations gathered at uh, in Geneva, Switzerland, and they had, they adapted or adopted something like 300 new amendments hmm. to international health laws. America led the way. That this this bogus administration thing led the way. And when they led the way, this is what they said. When the next pandemic hits, we 194 nations, not one exception voted. They're coming back this coming may, I think it is to set it in stone and vote on it, but they're all on board with giving the WHO total control of all decision-making of every nation. That just means you have no more sovereignty at all. In other Lord, words, yeah, you know, you know, I, you probably don't do this because you're in a different space with the pro, being a prophet, you know. But I'm just saying, Lord, please bring Trump back before May. You know, um, I, I don't well, know. I'll tell you what, uh, a congressman, an ex congresswoman, said these words. And a, a real credible one, too. I mean, now listen, powerful woman of God said, bar a miracle, it's a done deal. Bar a miracle, it's, it's, it's done. What's a done deal? What's you referring to? That vote. That, 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 that vote that they're going back to do. The one that you just this, said. Yeah. 
they said, she said, bar a miracle, it's done. There's nothing anybody can do about it other than a miracle. Now, this is what's planned. And no wonder the WEF says, rewrite the Bible now. Noah Harari says we're going to start creating another civilization of people, more or less, with implants and cyborgs and all of this. They really think they've got it to a place where they cannot turn. They're talking about it in the open. They're making their boast. They have, uh, and I'm going to tell you, we don't have, surely don't have time for this. But if you will look at everything that's going on, It's like one big satanic pagan ritual worldwide. Yeah. And if you believe that this is a fight and it's a satanic fight against the light, against Jesus and what he's doing, if you really believe that, then all of this makes sense. Because why would Harari keep talking about the Bible, Steve? He never quits talking about the Bible. Hmm. He constantly speaks about God. He says, we've got to go beyond him. We've got to do this. A God, he said, we can make God as mad as we want to. He said, used to, you made God mad and you had drought. He said, but now we make him as mad as we want to because we don't need him for water. We can make our own water. And the other day they 3D printed a, a, a full meal in one minute. This is the kind of thing he's talking about. They think it's, they've got it. And if, if anybody knows what they were looking at, at that Goddard rail tunnel dedication that happened in 2015 or so, that's a whole nother program. If I told you what went down in 2015 with us and that, and everything that happened in the nation, people would think it was just a, a fiction story. Where's the Goddard thing? I don't think I remember that name. Where they dedicated that Goddard rail tunnel, where they recreated in in uh, Switzerland, okay. they recreated the complete, on the dedication of it, you know, it's the deepest rail tunnel in the world. Okay. And entering into that rail tunnel, leading up to it, it's actually called a portal. Oh, and really? so, and they recreated the whole celebration of Caesarea Philippi in Israel and the gates of hell. And well, is the this the same thing you were talking about at CERN or is this a different thing? No, CERN is the portal. Okay. But the rail tunnel is connected to that one. I mean, all of this stuff is happening at the same time in yeah. Geneva. Don't that, I mean, in Switzerland, don't that kind of strike you as odd? Yeah. And why did they have a, why in that rail tunnel dedication did they bring in a flat car with humans as slaves on it? Then all of a sudden a spirit hits them and they strip their clothes off and start simulating an orgy. While the prime minister Merkel of Germany's there, the head of France is there, uh, of Italy is there. I think, I mean, Italy, they had four clergy members, uh, a Muslim, uh, a rabbi, a Protestant, and something else was there and blessed the whole thing. Why would they do that? And then they show the spirit hit them. They strip their clothes off and start simulating this at the temple of Pan. And it's exactly what happens at Pan at the temple of Pan in those days. Yeah. Then they have a, 
what looks like a transgender angel flies down out of the ceiling and is all around them. And there's so many men that died making that tunnel. And this angel is all around them while they worship and they show them dying. Sacrifice, almost like a human sacrifice. Yeah. Then they show uh, uh, these Wiccans come in with these, uh, all their branches on their heads and yeah. all their Wiccan worship and all this kind of stuff, nature worship. Hmm. And then they show a man, watch this now, begin to sing in this, this eerie sound. He's just wearing a, a suit coat and a hat and he's singing. And when he does, this goat man comes oh. out Yeah, and he's mesmerized way. and he, st he starts walking toward the opening of the portal and he says, come here. And he's following him. Now the next part, they move it up outside and all of a sudden these men, these people start marching up out of the tunnel. And they run up on the stage and the spirit hits them and they strip off their clothes, do the same thing. Others run up to this screen like they're breaking through a glass wall. And then these multiple eyes show up. And then these, these, this face of a man shows up and then suddenly they break through. These shrouds are dropped down on people and they're screaming and crying like they're dying. And all of a sudden, this goat man breaks through. He led him out from the underworld and led him out. And his name is Pan. And when pandemonium hit, a pandemic followed. Yeah. Now, if they didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to describe what you were doing at the same time. My goodness. Yeah, then, then uh, while CERN is on the Temple of Apollo, trying to create a, open a portal to the bottomless pit yeah. to another dimension. You've got all this stuff happening at the same time. And now they're going to rewrite the Bible. So the church can have another prophet. Well, how much of the church do you believe is going to fall for a AI written Bible? How, how why would people that we, we proclaim Christ and him crucified? Why? would huge parts of the church accept something from a machine from a machine. Okay. What about this? I read some of the sermons it printed. Okay. It looks real good, real good. And talks about Jesus as savior and everything. Oh, it did. I, if we, if we'd have had time, I could have read it, but I just didn't know what, what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. So if it's possible, they will fool the very elect, very elect. But that scripture does seem to indicate it may not be possible to fool the very elect. Right. Now I've got to tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you a couple more things and then yeah. tell you how we're going to get out of it. Okay, good, good. How we're going to do something about it. <laughs> we need that. some help in that area. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But Okay. People say, well, they wouldn't, uh, the, the church, to start with, the Bible says before the end, there'll be a great falling away. Yeah, does say that a lot of them will fall away. If it's possible, they will fool the very elect. So there's going to be a lot of deception going on. Okay, people are so taken by even Chat GPT that you, you, they're giddy about it. I mean, they're excited about it because they can. It's almost like they're 
They can ask it anything, and it gives them a prophetic word of what's coming and what could come. That's prophecy. That's an AI-generated prophecy. Well, and do I is do I understand that otherwise innocent people may play with that, thinking it's fun, and get deceived to be sucked into it because it was so fun. It was like a Ouija board telling you your future. Oh, yeah. And who needs God if this thing is that smart? That's that exactly right. That's what Harari says, who needs yeah. God. All right? If that's not possible that people would follow it, then let me, well, already they're doing it. They'll punch yeah. in on an AI. They'll punch in, uh, show me a picture of Jesus walking on water. And that computer will draw this elaborate image almost immediately. And people are taken by it. So they're, they're doing visual Bible with it and different things. Now, you see people right now. I'll hold this book up. Yeah. And they'll say, there's lost books. We don't, there's other books. There's the book of Enoch. There's the book of Jasher. There's the book of this, the book of that, the book of the other. And what they're saying is, is this is not complete. Yeah. This is not complete. And therefore, if it's not complete, then the computer might be willing to write the, the more complete. complete version, right? That's, that's what Noah Harari said. And that's what Klaus Schwab said. We'll finally have an accurate translation. In other words, if it's missing something, the computer will fill it. You tell me if it started mingling all these lost books that everybody talks about in with the scripture, this suddenly turns different. It could call Jesus the Savior, but it could might get over here and call somebody else the Savior too. All of a sudden, Jesus is one spoke among many spokes in a wheel that leads to the same circle in the center. And now you've got, because they can't write a Bible and say it's a global Bible without including all the Muslim faith, all, the, all of uh, uh, Christianity, all Catholicism, all Jewish, all, everybody's got to be in it. All Hindus, all Buddhists. All Presbyterians, all, all New Agers, all of all of it. It's out of all. If it's going to be a global Bible, and when they did their summit at the Red Sea, is when they started their one world religion. That's when it began. And it's amazing how Klaus Schwab showed up for that meeting too. I'm well, telling you, Steve. I mean, I mean, as you're speaking, okay. Tell us how we're going to get out of this. Then tell us. Okay. Yeah. What we're dealing with is a void. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. I know this sounds heavy. Oh, brother Robin, you just, you just sounds, uh, you just too heavy. Now, now you went so deep, you stuck. No, <laughs> not either. Um, the void that was created. We're dealing with a void. The other day I was talking about this and I, I was led to open the 11th hour program Tuesday with me uh, speaking a reading of St. John 1, St. John chapter 1. I just, I didn't have me on the screen, just my voice. Yeah. And, and we had music playing and then uh, we had our background and then the scripture would come up on the screen and I would read it in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him without him was not anything made that was made, went through the whole thing down to verse 14. 
and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And then we went into this music, Steve, that I've never played before. Hmm. And the whole song was called Back to the Word, going back to the word, going back to the written word, going back to the word of God. Hmm. And when it was over, I did that program with me and Robin sitting together. And I, I've never done that on the 11th hour. And so when it was over, Austin, that plays guitar with me, he's, he's uh, him and Krista be married, you know, this Saturday. He, he's a prophet, you know. He, and he came up, he looked at me over there, and he said, I got something. I got something. I said, uh, well, come up here and give it. He came on camera. And brother, he said, I kept wondering why you were quoting St. John 1, why we did it. That's the scriptures. We have to start prophesying into the void. We have to start speaking those scriptures into the void. When he said that, I thought, dear God, that's it. That's a prophetic word for all, the whole body. That's a prophetic word. Go Take to John, John 1, 1, 1 to, yeah. to verse 14 and start speaking it into that void. Speak it and just speak it out of your mouth. Everybody said, I wish I was a prophet. I wish I could prophesy. Okay, God brought you a prophecy. He go. brought you something to say. Yeah. Look at it and start standing up and saying, I speak this into the void. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was, was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, the word, and without him was not anything made that was made. And just start talking about, and the light shined into the darkness and the darkness couldn't hold it down and seize on it. Steve, he gave us, he inspired St. John 1, describes a war. It says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. It couldn't hold it down and seize on it. He gave us this for this time. Wow. That's just like huge. That's It's not <laughs> it's, just a great. Um, oh, it's magnificent. It's, it's not just, well, it's one of the four gospels. We should read the God. This is beyond that. Saying, oh, it's like a, it's like a battle plan. It's like a battle strategy. Okay. Yeah. And watch this, my brother. Yeah. Remember this, it said, Jesus took his men to Caesarea Philippi. And remember he said, who do men say that I, the son yeah, of man, am? Yeah. He's at the temple of Pan. Mm -hmm. That's where he's at. And he's looking at all of that because he says the gates of hell. He talks about the gates of, he's looking at all of that pandemonium, that corruption going on. And watch what he says. He said, Peter said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus gave a prophecy to you and me in this time. He said, Peter said, you're the Christ, son of the living God. And Jesus said, and you are Peter. You are a fragment of a rock. And he said, and on this rock that I'm the Christ, the son of the living God, I'm going to build my church, church. The church wasn't even in existence then. And listen to what he said. And the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. The gates of hell won't prevail against the church. 
In other words, there's going to come a time when the church is on the earth, when there is a church and it's on the earth, they're going to recreate the temple of Pan. They're going to do it all again. And it's going to come out of those gates right there. See, the whole thing about the ceremony of Pan was is he would come out. They would entice him with sexual orgies and all this kind of stuff to arouse Pan to come through those gates of hell and come out into the earth. And Jesus said the day will come when the church will be on the earth and those gates will come against it. Really? Wow. And we saw them dedicated at the rail tunnel. And and are you and when you say that what you just said you and I were both there at that same yes. specific location, yeah. are you saying that's going to happen at that location or is no? That, remember, okay. remember that location is not even working now. Yeah, right. That's the ruins of it. Yeah. But Jesus prophesied a time when the church would be on the earth that those gates would be in operation, and the Goddard Tunnel. And CERN and all that stuff did it. They did it. I see. Okay. They did it again. And he was telling us, when you see that happen again, the gates of hell opened. He said, the church can stand against it and it will not prevail against the church. There you go. That's good. So the void, everything's happening right now. Do not notice it's the darkest time we've ever seen. Yeah, it is. Now it's time that we go to St. John 1 and start prophesying the light into that void. And this is what, this is what Austin told me that <laughs> I just looked at him. I thought, man, that's big. He says, awesome. if you prophesy that into that void, you can get back the time that was lost in McCain's day when that, when Obama became president and stole the timeline, said, you can get it back. We can get it back out of that void. We can get that time back. And so that's, so that's an instruction for all those watching and for who will continue to watch this on replay to get out John one and read that out loud. And it sounds like, like repeatedly, is that right? Kind of like, I would start prophesying that into that void and St. John 1, 1 through 14. Okay. Now, you know, a prophet not only brings a prophetic word, but he'll bring a word for the people to start saying and prophesying. Yeah. And look at what it says. You got three minutes. Can they put that on the screen or do I just get it? Yeah, I can do that. Emily can pull that up. Uh, St. John 1. There you go. Now, watch this. New King James or King James? That's good. King James right there. Watch this. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Just keep going. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Now now imagine speaking this into this dark, into this void. Yeah. In him was life and the life was the light of men. In other words, all the creations his were speaking the light into it, and the light shined into that darkness, that dark void, Steve, and the darkness comprehended it not. It means it couldn't hold it down and overcome it. And then it says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John, a prophet. 
a prophet. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. <laughs> the prophet is supposed to start speaking about this light that all men through him might believe. Come on. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of the light, to prophesy the light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world. The world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, <laughs> not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And here it is. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Wow. We wow. start shouting these scriptures into that void. And we tell that void, you can't hold this down. You can't hold the light down. The creation is God's. He made it. The word made it. The word did it. That's why they got to change the word. Do you say the word did it? You start, you start speaking it, speaking it, speaking it, speaking it, and demand out of that void that we be given back the time we lost. We want it back. We want to take it back. We want it restored. We want it back. We want, we want this fixed. We want 2020 fixed. We want it all fixed. And you're not going to hold it down any longer. Okay. Now, let me say this, Steve. They can, they can put a written Bible in a computer and edit it. But why do they hate prophets? Because you can't edit what's coming out of a prophet's mouth. You can't That's change it. And even if you can take it later and change it, record it and change it, it don't matter. It's already Prophet, in the wind, right? It's already in Prophet the wind. Speak in the wind. Yeah. And it, and it starts from where the wind begins and goes to where the wind ends. Now I told you this was heavy. I told yeah. you it'd be heavy if we went into it. But you know what? You ended it with the light, literally the light. The scripture was all about the light. It is. It was heavy, but you ended with the light, man. And so you're you, you going to be as heavy as you want to be, but that's the ending is perfect because. And did you it, notice that it's the light and the darkness fighting in that very scripture? Yeah. yeah. And the darkness couldn't comprehend it. It couldn't that's so stop good. it. That's so and good. We, and it's a prophet that's supposed to bear witness. Yeah. We have to start speaking. And as so as hopeless as that first part could sound and did oh sound and, and, and right. how are we going to fix this? That you God gave us a strategy. Read he John did, out loud, John one, one to fourteen. Read it repeatedly. I'm going to you oh, know speak into your, it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Out and loud. say it on purpose. I'm speaking this into that void. Yeah. I'm speaking this into that void. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the darkness can't hold it down. It can't mm. win. It can't win over that. See, we got to see 2020 fixed. Yeah. It's got to be fixed. Yeah. If it's not fixed, nothing ever gets fixed again. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to do it is prophesy the word. And that's why they want to change it. That's so good. I'm glad you. Well, it was heavy, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad, glad you with that other one too, because less, less anyone think, We've forgotten or you've forgotten. That's that is on the heart of God that 2020 has got to be fixed. That it's means it's on fixed. his heart to fix it. Well, in his eyes, Trump is still the president. Yeah. See, in reality, in his eyes, he's still the president. Uh -huh. Some 
a jackal's occupying something else, a seat yeah. that used to be the president's. Yeah. It's got to be fixed or nothing works. Exactly and the only right. thing that's going to fix it is we're going to have to speak the word. We've got to prophesy the word. Now, the people wanted a prophetic word to speak. There it is. There it is. Now, don't there complain if you're not going to speak it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Talk. really good, too. I, I mean, that's that's a mouthful right there. Don't complain that you didn't get right. a prophetic word if you're not going to speak this out because God's given yeah. us all a prophetic word. I'm going to take that real serious. You well, know. you know, Steve, all of this, we went around the mountain. Yeah. But but when you landed at the bot at the end of this whole yeah. trip here, it all made sense, didn't it? It absolutely does, you know. Yeah. Um, so you know, when we were getting about three fourths of the way, and I'm saying, Lord, where do we where are we gonna go with this? And I wasn't sure because I wanted to make sure people were encouraged. And he basically in, in my own language, yeah, he said, Hold on. Stick with it. Hold on. Yeah. And so I thought, okay. And I had this peace wash well, over me because I didn't know we were going to get that at the very end. Well, think of this. It, when, when Lucifer created the first void, God stepped out in the middle of it and prophesied light. Yeah. Did he yeah. not? Yeah, he did. And everything in the creation was dead. It was all dead. And he stepped out. He couldn't have been more hopeless. Yeah. But yet he stepped out and said, light be. And his word went into the void and the void couldn't hold it down and seize on it. And that's what he's wanting us to do, Steve, yeah. is us to start speaking into this void. That's so good. Sure, Satan created a void, but now we know how God overcame the void and he gave us the scripture to speak. So good. So, so we got to get after it. Yeah. Now. I mean, <laughs> it's not, this is not a hard assignment. It's, the, it's, it's not, easy scripture to read. It's an easy scripture to believe. Uh, no, but it took a while to hear it. Yeah, yeah. If we hadn't uh, got the first part, we wouldn't be motivated to do to do the last part that you just brought to us. We no, had to hear the hard saying first. We really did. Well, you, know? you do because, uh, I mean, look at what God looked at in the beginning. Yeah. He had thing beautiful, and then it was turned upside down. Yeah. You know, okay. to hide your head from that don't help you any. No. But if you yeah. look at it a minute and then look how he overcame it, yeah. then suddenly he tells us what to do next. So good. We saw where the timeline was stolen. And now let's, let's get it back. Yeah. So good. Well, Robin, I guess that's our time. Would you go ahead and yeah. pray for the people, whatever God. I will. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you mm -hmm. for the anointing. And I thank you yeah. for your precious people watching. Lord, let this program today encourage them in every way. Lord, and all their thoughts, everything they do. For now, Lord, you've handed them the answer to do something. And Lord God, give them the courage to stand up and do it, whether they be Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, yeah. denominational, non-denominational. Lord God, let them stand up and speak. Speak your word because your word brings life. And Lord God, your word will bring life to not only their homes, but to this nation and this world. And I give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. And we still call for Trump to come on back now. Yes, Lord. Come on yes, back Lord. in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Amen. 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 What a great program today. Thank you so much, Robin. So uh, I would remind people to go, any anything you want to get to, Robin, go to robindbullock.com, right? All right. That'll together. work. 
Yeah, yeah. do that. All right. Well, thank you. Hey, everybody, uh, tomorrow we'll be praying medic, praying medic. Uh, he is always very encouraging in, in the spirit and lots of revelation through him. So, all right. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks again. God Robin, bless you. Love to you. And give our love to Krista and her wedding coming up there. We, I'll do it, We man. just bless her, bless her, bless her. So love you, brother. Good. Love you, man. And your whole family, your whole team, you are so precious. Thank you. And same back at you too, man. Back at you. Thank you. All right. Stay in touch, everybody. We'll see you all later. See you tomorrow at 11 o'clock Pacific. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.